Hello, my friends. Happy Thursday. This episode of the Outsmart ADHD podcast is brought to you by procrastination. I don't feel like packing. I have a trip to go on this weekend, and I just simply don't feel like getting ready for it. And I thought, you know what sounds like way more fun? I'm going to record a podcast episode for my peeps. Um, So that's why I am here doing this spontaneous podcast with you instead of packing for my trip. Um, So today's topic is actually going to be about creating ADHD-friendly environments. And this was an amazing suggestion brought to you um, by our friend Jennifer in the Facebook group. So if you are not part of our um, Facebook group, why aren't you? It is a hundred percent free. It's for people that identify as women with ADHD, no formal diagnosis needed, literally just come and hang out with us. This podcast is actually being live streamed there right now as I record it. Um, but then you guys don't hear about it until the following Wednesday. Don't you want to be an insider? You should join the, you should join the group. Um, if I seem a little different than I normally do, guess what, my friends? It is 7 p.m. my time, and my stimulant medication has probably nearly worn off by now, if not completely worn off. So if I seem even a little bit more jumpy than usual, not jumpy, but jumping from uh, topic to topic, that is why. Fun facts. Okay, so let's dive into ADHD-friendly environments because there's a lot of different ways that we can that we can spin this. It can be um, a work environment, a home environment. Um, there's a lot of different ways, but let's talk about um, making sure that your sensory needs are being met because if your sensory needs are being met, um, that is going to affect your daily life at home, at work, literally everywhere that you are. So creating an ADHD friendly environment actually starts with your sensory needs, making sure that if you are feeling overstimulated, that the that you have strategies to deal with it. If you are understimulated, that you have strategies to deal with it. So let's talk about those two things. Um, being overstimulated, overwhelmed. When you are feeling like this, the first thing you want to think is going to an area or a place in your house or wherever you're at that is um, dark, like the room is dark and quiet. Okay. So when you're feeling overstimulated, the best thing to do is if you are, say, say you're at home or you are in your office or you're at work and you're not able to like go to your room and get under your weighted blanket because that's really great for overstimulation. You're going to pull out your noise canceling headphones, which you can put on literally anywhere that you are. You can, if you're overwhelmed in a grocery store, you can pull out noise canceling headphones. If you're in a coffee shop trying to get things done, noise canceling headphones. Um, they are an amazing tool that you can have with you at pretty much any time. As long as you have a bag or a backpack or something that is big enough to carry them in, you can pretty much always have them with you. I have them with me pretty much constantly. Um, when I am at work doing paperwork between uh, between patients, I have my noise-canceling headphones on. They are a game changer. Um, if you are feeling understimulated, same thing. Um, this is when you want to be having like um, like music, a podcast, an audiobook, something to where you can get some auditory stimuli, something that will continue to make your environment uh, more interesting. Um, that will help you to get mundane things done. 
um, if you struggle to get things done like housework and things like that, okay? So step one of creating an ADHD-friendly environment is making sure that your sensory needs are being met. I need to do an entire podcast episode on meeting sensory needs because that is something that we could talk about for a long, long time. Um, step two of creating an ADHD-friendly environment, decluttering. And no, this is not one of these ableist, like, make sure that everything is clean in your home. This is the no bullshit here is my version of decluttering. Um, and this, and also if you have not read or listened to the book, how to keep house while drowning, I highly recommend, um, listening to Casey Davis's work because she's incredible. Um, so contributing this tip to her specifically, instead of feeling like everything has to be put perfectly in its place, put a basket where you typically have your doom piles. So right now I typically have a doom pile always in my kitchen. It's like right next to my refrigerator. There's always a big doom pile of everything that doesn't have a place. Now there is a basket in all of my, it's almost like a junk drawer, except it's like a junk doom pile, but now it's in a pretty, um, it's in a pretty basket. And I got a basket that you could kind of see through so that even though it's in a pile, I kind of know where everything is at. Now that has freed up my counter space to make it workable. Okay. Um, also, if you feel like your house is just very, very cluttered, I would highly recommend if it's possible to put the things that you're not currently using. And I don't care if you shove them in a closet, if there is somewhere that you can put them in storage in your basement, in your attic, somewhere that is out of your main area. Okay. You can always go back to the, the doom room or wherever you have all of your things and go through them when you have the energy. But making yourself live in all of the clutter on a day-to-day -day basis is going to be really hard to get anything done. Um, you're going to be giving yourself chronic anxiety by looking around and seeing everything that needs to be cleaned. So if right now your room is a, a bunch of doom piles and you're not sure what to do with it, put everything in. I don't care if it's garbage bags and put them in another room so that at least the space that you are in is workable. That is my no BS advice for decluttering. And also the uh, book, How to Keep House While Drowning talks about um, how everything in your house is either, it's either clothes, garbage, um, things that have a home, things that don't have a home. Anyway, I just highly recommend reading, listening to that book or reading that book if you are struggling with keeping up on your housework. Um, because those of us with ADHD oftentimes also have other diagnoses like anxiety and depression. And ADHD in itself makes it very, very hard to keep up on a household if you do not know how to work with your brain yet. Okay. Um, so that is step number two on creating an ADHD friendly environment. Step number three, I would say is simplifying anything in your life that you can simplify, simplify the crap out of it. An example of that is not folding your laundry and putting it into bins. Um, because think about it. If we have to, if we're putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to make sure that once you take the clothes out of the dryer, that you fold it right then and then put it away, there's a really good chance it's going to sit in that dryer a whole lot longer than if you knew that once you got them out of the dryer, you would just put them in a bin and give them to whoever's clothes they are. Um, and also another way to simplify your life could be something as simple as 
myself, I don't buy clothes unless they can, it can go into the dryer. Um, because I know that it's going to be very stressful hanging up clothes that can't be put into the dryer. It's going to cause more clutter in my life. Um, so if it can't be dried, I don't buy things like that can actually make your life a whole lot more simple. Okay. Um, so that is my tip number three. Tip number four, um, when you are working, try to have everything that you need um, within arm's reach that you have to work, that you need to work with, okay? So an example of that being, I knew for this podcast, obviously I had to have my laptop, my microphone, my headphones, but I also had to have uh, something to write on and a pen handy so that I could be I could take notes prior to the podcast. I also knew that to help with my sensory needs, because I feel very fidgety when I'm sitting still for any period of time, that having a carbonated drink so that I can sip it throughout helps me to actually stay on task. So everything I need is within arm's reach. Okay. This is a shorter episode. I hope that this was helpful to you. Um, we will be doing a Q&A in my group after this. Um, to address any questions that you have about making your uh, workspace, your life more ADHD friendly. I hope you enjoyed. And if you have a topic that you would like to suggest, please come to the Facebook group and drop your topic because that is what I talk about. I talk about everything that you guys want to learn more about. And thank you again, Jennifer, for this amazing topic. I appreciate you so much. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Okay. Um, do we have any questions as far as creating ADHD friendly environments? Now is the time to drop them if you have them. Um, and if not, that's a okay too, but I want to address any questions you have as far as creating ADHD environments. It can be in your home. It can be at work, um, anywhere topic being married to an ADHD or two. That's an amazing topic. Um, please go to the featured posts. Um, so it's like the pin posts. I think it's, it's either under featured or announcements at the top of this group. Um, and that is where you will see the post about podcast suggestions. I would love to cover that topic. I'm also married to an ADHD -er, and it's, um, it's interesting actually. That might be a good one for my husband to be on too, to talk about how we, um, how we coincide with each other's um, ADHD. I love that topic. Please, if you can think of it, um, to go and suggest it in that post, um, just to make sure that it's talked about. Any questions about how to create ADHD-friendly work environments? If not, that's okay. It's so hard, but great. Yes. <laughs> All right, my friends, I will see you next week. I hope this was helpful. Let me know um, your thoughts and what you've done to create ADHD-friendly environments in your work, at home, everywhere, as far as meeting sensory needs, um, clutter, simplifying your life, and making sure that you have everything in reach. Okay, my friends, talk to you soon. Bye.